Attention, Pokemon players. You are listening to Triple P, the Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast. On today's episode, Jake partners with Typhlosion. Chuck wins the tournament. And Triple P gives their spoiler-free reviews on the Legends of Arceus. How are we doing today, Chuck? Hold on one second. I'm catching a Pokemon in Legends of Arceus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I, I want to start with you. Um, I kind of alluded to it in our intro. Um, a little bit has happened since the last time we uh, were together yep. for the podcast. Well, we have like a team challenge alley going on for the next month with our local stores. So we, we don't. Had another team challenge this We weekend. don't anymore. <laughs> but, uh, well, yeah, on... on the good news is we, as in me and you, do not have to worry about team challenges anymore because uh, our local store, The Vault, had their team challenge this weekend, and I walked away the winner off of uh, not dumb luck, but uh, a, a savvy meta call that I didn't know I was making and um, a janky deck that worked. So Yeah, I, before we even get into my week of, um, I want to hear about this deck and this whole breakdown because I heard it was a little mm. bit crazy. I mean, so <laughs> I was having played in the one that you played, the that you won. Um, yeah. There was a lot of Mew, and then there's a lot of like Jolteon's the number two deck. So then I was like, I was just thinking like, what can I use to beat Mew? And I don't really have dark stuff built online, and I I just love the idea of Beedrill. So I was like, well. I'm going to shove Beedrill in Rapid Strike Urshifu. <laughs> I just was like, I just need two Beedrills, a couple of Grass Energies, and some Single Strike Mustard. I was like, find some hole. I made some holes. Probably made the deck a little bit more, less, less, definitely made the deck less consistent. But um, I just tried to get the best of both worlds. Like, I just go in there and Rapid Flow if I'm not playing a Mew deck or something that plays Special Energy. And if I am... I, I bring the steel chair out of nowhere and hit him with Beedrill. Mm -hmm. And I, it worked for, I mean, in a small event, you can get a, a get away with those kind of things, I guess, because uh, you just got to be consistent for three rounds. That's correct. So what were your <laughs> matchup spreads? Uh, how, how did that? Uh... Well, that was also, and you got to pull the right matchups, which is why I said I made a savvy meta pick because I played Jolteon, Gengar and Mew VMAX. Now I got a little lucky with the Mew VMAX because the person quit in the tournament. So I won that game. That might have been my loss, because that was probably going to be harder. Yeah. And then I fumbled against Gengar VMAX, even though I should have won that one. Uh, I misplayed, but ended up still winning, because the other matchup was Jolteon, which is not even, a, like, it's not, I, I mean, it was against another local Tim. He played as best as he could, but when I don't even have to try to hit for 300, it, it's really easy with rapper striker Shifu. yeah so. for sure i mean that's the thing about there there's that meta uh you know the the meta you know ptcgo meta where it's you can play anybody and then the local meta um i find a lot of local metas hone in on trying to be at least specifically right now is trying to beat that mu deck um so there's a lot of mu counters out there um and there's a lot of jolteon because of that because marnie path still is very effective a lot of the times um, and our local meta definitely is heavy into trying to beat the Muse. Um, and a lot of those decks require special energy. So um, going into a tournament like that, when you can read our local meta, it was really actually a really good savvy pick 
um, in my opinion, and and it paid off for you. Yeah, I mean, uh, there was I didn't really have to use the B drill. I, I was gonna try a play on it in the Jolteon matchup just because he was using speeds. Yeah, and I could, but um, it's really just in there just to try and get the one up on you, which is your weakness. Um, but I mean, it just it happened to work right. I mean, you can in team challenges because they're not usually huge events. You can get away with some stuff like this. I would not probably fare well if I took this to a Zach Lesage late late night series where I had to play like seven rounds. I think it's starting about an hour. You can go ahead and try. <laughs> <laughs> I I can I can definitely go ahead and try. Yeah, uh, but for me, uh, I didn't get to, or I played a little bit of Pokemon TCG this weekend, uh, but because I didn't have to go into any team challenges, I spent the majority of my weekend playing Legends of Arceus. Um, as I said, I, I picked um, uh, Cyntaquil and got him all the way to Typhlosion. I, that's not really spoilers. Um, the three starters were announced. Uh, I got, I'm pretty close to the end of the game. Um I don't want to give away like too, too much, but uh, there, there are, I don't think, again, this is too much of a spoiler. There are bosses, uh, boss Pokemon or, or anything like that, or how you want to say it. Um, I beat all of those ones and I'm up to six stars. So there's still an end phase portion of the game I'm still getting through right now. So I still have plenty to go. Uh, I, can't, I can't remember what they called them, but I remember reading the, the seeing those in the tra the trailer. I mean, yeah, they were like shiny. They were they were shiny. I forget exactly what they called them. They to weren't be like. With you. I mean, there's. I don't want to spoil. I'm, I'm pretty sure that new there's a new evolution for some a Pokemon that we all know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty. That's been leaked out there. I don't want to. I don't. I'm pretty sure that's one of them. That is like I'm a not boss gonna Pokemon. Say, I'm not going to say what it is, but there are boss Pokemon that like enemies um, that you have to defeat uh, to, you know, progress into the game in the story. Yeah. Um, and and I believe there's five, and I think I beat the all or I beat them all. Um, you know, at least before the ending uh, or anything like that. Uh, but before we move on to all the rest of the stuff, I want to get your feel. I know you've played a little less than I have. Um, so what is your kind of like spoiler free, um, maybe just the game mechanics and how you feel about the game of Legends of Arceus? I, I have not played uh, that long because uh, I did not get it the day it came out, but I did mm -hmm. pick it up this weekend. And um, the mechanics seem pretty cool. Um, all right, because I'm not a huge video game the pokemon video game player i, I mm. haven't really played a lot of them so i mean it seems pretty cool i like it so far um caught a couple pokemon i i went with rallet so let's go let's go rallet i don't know um to be completely honest i was i stood i stared at the three and i was like i don't i don't know which one of these to pick they, they just, <laughs> um they just weren't like neither one none of the three were my cup of tea so i just picked rally because i like decidueye the most out of everything that evolves get, get so, out just, just go <laughs> okay not every decidueye has the, the i know uh, i know i'm just messing uh, forest camouflage my, my hatred is uh, purely because of the tcg card <laughs> <laughs> that was before my uh my you know i didn't i didn't play the original game with that um, um but i mean it seems it seems good so far i'm liking it um a little bit more than i in, enjoyed uh a little bit i played a sword so 
Yeah. We'll go so from there. there's pros and cons for me. Um, I, I played all the way through Sword and Shield, but beat Diamond and Pearl. Um, and then I think the, the earliest uh, Pokemon game I played before that was probably Leaf Green uh, all the way back, back in the day. Um, but still have, you know, a, a little bit of Pokemon um, experience there. I would say it's very similar to Breath of the Wild. It's, in my opinion, Breath of the Wild is better. Because um, it's, it's not even that it's because Pokemon is not quite open world. It, they're kind of like s- small sections of maps. Or when I say small, they're still rather large to explore. Um, but that's not even the biggest, like the biggest thing. So I think the biggest complaint for me is your human character uh, seems like they can't really get around very good um, without help of Pokemon. <laughs> so you need Pokemon to get all over the place. And uh, you know, like like I said, Legends of Arche- or uh, Breath of the Wild, uh, you're a little bit more independent as a human character. Um, so I wasn't super enjoying that necessarily. Um, the battle systems are pretty cool. Um, it's almost what we dreamed of as kids, uh, being able to battle. Um, so basically, when you do throw your Pokemon out there to battle, um, whatever you're battling, uh, you have control of your human character, and you're still kind of controlling them um, like you would in any regular Pokemon game. Uh, so it's still kind of kind of turn-based. It's not quite turn-based. Um but they, you still select an attack and then, you know, vice back and forth, back and forth. I would love it if you were able to move the Pokemon or the Pokemon moved other than just doing their attacks that have been asking for. Um, but that, I guess, is a small gripe. This is still a huge improvement upon games. And I think it, the future is looking bright for Pokemon video games in, in general. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I, I don't know how much I, I just like being able to you just throw Pokeballs. You don't have to fight everything. Like, you don't have to enter a fight yeah. to catch yeah. a Pokemon. Yeah, you don't have to enter a fight. You can even just uh, stealth, stealthily um, catch any Pokemon. Um, yeah. I've even caught some of the, like, the alpha Pokemon while being stealth. Um, so, it, it does give a, a lower, um, you know, you're somebody earlier in the game to a chance to pick up and get these big Pokemon. Like, my son was playing, and he... I think his Pokemon were in the like the high teens at the time, and he caught a, I think it was an Ursa Ring or something like that that was a level forty because he snuck up on it and caught it. Uh, so he was really he came down, da, 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 da. I caught, I caught a, like, a, a really good Pokemon. I'm like, I'm like let's go. So um, I think that's a really cool kind of aspect of the game. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, going on as I'm coughing here. Um, <laughs> We kind of alluded to it um, where we both have made um, a, a team for the team challenges. Um, we both made a team locally, um, but they're both two different stores. So I'm playing for Sports Card Junction and you're playing for the Vault. So I yes. think it's time for a little bit of a friendly rivalry um, when it comes to this. So hopefully at some point we end up playing each other. Yes. Um, and I, obviously I somewhere in the, the top. Yeah. 64 round we get uh we have to go at it and obviously this is really early um we're a team of one so far um uh, respectively um plenty of time to build up the teams and see who we get Uh, but i think we need to do a a friendly little wager here um let's see whose team goes the furthest 
Um, and I would say to take a tiebreaker, we can maybe even potentially, um, if we both lose, if we both teams lose at the same level and it wasn't to one another, we can maybe even just get the two teams together and play the same kind of style against one another as a tiebreaker. Uh, we, we might be able to depend. I mean, we definitely can probably work that out yeah. with whoever, uh, whoever's on the team, but, um, so, yeah, I'm I, ready. I'm ready to go deep. <laughs> let's do it again. So we kind of talked pre podcast, um, what we're putting on the line for this, um, subject to change, but I think this is pretty good. Um, so the bet would be, uh, whoever's team does better, the losing team or the losing, or, you know, the losing captain between the two of us here, has to buy one another, um, a dinner dinner, but on top of that, which I think is the even bigger of a punishment, we have to go into our locals one week, and the only supporter we're allowed to play in our deck is Hop. Yes, yes. Only Hop. Only Hop as the supporter. Uh, so let's see how that goes. And, uh, and whoever wins or loses, or whoever loses, I hope, comes up with something good with Hop. Yeah, well, I hope you get your strategies ready. <laughs> Bring it, because I'm winning this one. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't plan on using hop, and I'm, and I like steak. So, <laughs> no, uh, I feel the same way. I like steak, and I don't want to use hop. <laughs> or we can go to sushi. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we could. That's what really I thought about when we said let's do dinner. Um, uh, yeah, I'm excited for. I'm excited that we're like, uh, on on separate teams. See how far we can go. Um, I really do hope we see each other at one point in time. Yeah, um, much later in the tournament, but I'm excited. Yeah, so am I. Um, I also put up a poll on our Twitter, which I put it for five days. So as of um, you know recording, we still have a couple days until we put this live um, onto you know all our podcasting platforms. Um, but if you do jump over to Pit Pokepod on Twitter, I have a poll: um, Who are you voting for, Team Chuck or Team Jake, to see who goes further? Yeah. Team Chuck. <laughs> Bring it, bud. All right. With that being said, um, we have some random card madness to do, right? Yes, we do. We have some random card madness. And I picked the set this time. Yep. Because um, I figured, you know, we're clashing over Team Challenge. So I did Rebel Clash. I see what you did there. Yeah. See, you see what I did? So mm -hmm. I'm going to roll up a random number here, like usual. We'll get a random Pokemon. Or a supporter, doesn't matter. Random Pokemon card from the set has 192 cards, and we'll talk about it. See if it's uh, worth putting in a deck or uh, throw it in your bulk bin, get rid of it, not worth keeping. So, randomly generate a number here. We got number 75. So, we consult the set list for Rebel Clash. It comes to a psychic Pokemon, stage one, Clefable, 110 HP with the ability Prankish. I think we might have. You might have something to say about this one. When you play this Pokemon from your hand to evolve one of your Pokemon during your turn, you may put an energy attached to your opponent's active Pokemon on top of their deck. Also has an, a kick, uh, uh, an attack, as I get ahead of myself, has an attack called Moon Kick for one Psychic, one Colorless for 60 damage. But you're playing that for the ability. Jake, what do you think about Clefable? Um, yes, I... At one point, I did actually play a energy denial deck, um, 
a Dragapult energy denial deck um, early on where it was hammers. And this was before Fan of Waves, um, but having Clefable out there with um, scoop up nets too. So super heavy um, energy denial. I, depending on the meta, um, it, it may, um, you know, see some play um, here or there. I wouldn't say it's super meta, um, but I can see it sneaking its way into a deck um, even currently because there's a lot of energy out there. So this is kind of just another way to have kind of energy disruption. Um, as far as a main attacker, um, obviously not uh, Mooncake really doesn't do anything 60 doesn't do anything for me um but having that in tandem with crushing hammers or any other energy denial if that was your strategy to win uh, excuse me um is def definitely uh keep keep a couple in your binder yeah um i remember you using this card in that meta i mean we're talking about uh back in up to probably vivid voltage meta as far mm -hmm. as you would go right before battle styles um it was useful in dragapult with the hammers and just being able to disrupt uh, energy um everything was early game energy disruption worked really well to yeah just slow your down slow down your opponent enough to get ahead um so it is a good energy denial pokemon um you could pair it uh actually with something that may discard the top cards of your pokemon's deck like a uh crabominable or something like that so that you're actually getting rid of the energy um and from the person's deck um but that is a archetype that really hasn't existed but yeah i do think it is something you want to save because it is a good energy denial tool yeah um, I, a quick story with this one um with our locals with that same draggable deck um, I believe it was a Santa Scorch player. Um, I think it was either like, uh, yourself or Ryan, um, somebody, because Santa Scorch was very popular uh, at, around that mm -hmm. time for, for the meta. Uh, and I remember there being four energies on the board for Santa Scorch. And I was like, oh, and this is still when Wilder was in place. So I was like, oh, I'm in danger for the next turn. I still had a full health um, Dragapult, but I needed some kind of disruption. Um, ended up getting two Hammerheads that turn and playing Clefable scoop of net into another Clefairy into another Clefable and took all the energy off the deck um, and really kind of saved my bacon in that game. Um, will you see that all the time? No, um, but it was, uh, <laughs> it was a very demoralizing moment for my opponent. I forget who I was playing. I just remember um, seeing for how daunting that was and, and this, this card helped uh, get rid of that. Also controlling the top deck, because uh, if you're play if you know what your player has on the top deck, it definitely can help uh, <laughs> down the road. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's uh, that low key aspect of that too, but it, it just like that story just shows, I mean, it is a good energy denial tool. Um, the acceleration we have at the moment uh, leads it to not be as prevalent, but, if energy denial comes back, uh, this card might be a piece of it. So you might want to hold on to one. It's definitely not something you want to throw in your bulk. For sure. It's time, time for trivia, trivia. Trivia. All right. Um, time to go to name that Pokemon attack this, or name that Pokemon this attack belongs to. Today it happens to be a ability. 
Now, I kind of did it in the same vein as our random card mashup, where I have my big bulk of cards here, and I randomly picked out a small handful and found something relevant um, that could see play. Um, so again, uh, points if you get the right Pokemon. If you can tell me what it does, uh, bonus points there for you uh, and for the audience members here. Um, so again, standard legal as per the use. And this is a basic Pokemon, which I'll give you that. Ability, Snap Trap. Snap Trap. I've seen this. This is a uh, Galarian, isn't it Galarian Stunk Fist? You got it, my friend. I got it. <laughs> Let's yes, go. I used it. Isn't it the one with the ability that you discard an energy if you hit it with it if it takes damage or something yep. like that? If this Pokemon is in your active spot um, and is damaged by an opponent's attack, even if it's knocked out, um, discard an energy card attached to that Pokemon. Yes, this was the Decidueye killer in old Luke, Luke Mar, Lucario Melmetal decks because mm -hmm. you would put this sucker in the active and it's had a resistance to grass. You'd put a metal goggles on it, so it would take <laughs> next to no damage, but it would take damage so that that Decidueye is losing an energy and most likely can't attack next turn. Yeah, It was great. Yep, yep, it was definitely a Decidueye killer, and that could have actually paired with a Fable if you're really going for energy denial. <laughs> yeah, you definitely could. How that kind of just works out where those kind of cards were a little bit similar. <laughs> All right, I am going to reach into the stack of cards here because I don't have a good question. I am going to do... The same game. The same game back to you. Uh-oh. <laughs> But I am going to um, give you an ability. So you have to name this a Pokemon this ability goes to. Let's do it. All right. So the ability, the ability name is called Bug Transmission. Oh, that's uh, Charge Bug. No. What? Do you want to guess again? How is it not Charge Bug? <laughs> it looks like a vehicle, a transmit. Uh, bug transmission. Um, is it basic or is it a stage one? It, it is a stage two. Stage two. How is that not charge bug? Uh, is it the, what? It's the same vein, isn't it? Like, I can't get no, past charge bug. I'm never going to get it because I'm all, that's all I'm thinking right now. It is Porygon Z from Chill Chilling Rain. Bug transmission. When, whenever even, you attach an energy card whenever you attach an energy card from your hand to this Pokemon during your turn, you may make your opponent's active active Pokemon confused. It's called bug transmission. I don't, remember that, that's what the, I don't remember what Charger Bug's ability is called. But. It, I don't remember. It was the one that provided two energies to whatever. Ryan, I know Ryan used it in the past. Um, yeah, it's a pretty good I effect. Was, <laughs> Bonus you question. said transmission in a bug, if, so I was if, thinking that. I think I think this one was too easy. Let me see if you get this real quick. I, I'm probably not. Evo, the attack is called Evomancy. What? Evomancy? Ev Evomancy. Oh, okay. That would have been a good one. I should have saved it for next week. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's Orbeetle, the single prize Orbeetle that evolves stuff. Okay. 
That's not Hold a meta on. card. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm bad at this game. Some, I'm the worst someone used it to effect, I think. But as we get way off topic, let's way reel off it topic. back. <laughs> yeah, definitely reel it back and send it over to Turtwig um, yes. to talk a little bit of the, be- uh, the meta for the week. Ladies and gentlemen, trainers and Pokemon alike, you're listening to <laughs> Turtwig Talks the Meta. This is your host, Ryan, otherwise known as RY for Gaming. I'm joined by none other than the best starter of all time, Turtwig. This week we have 17 tournaments, 1,689 deck plays, and 5,028 matches to cover this week. So, let's get into those top 8s. Starting off, Umbreon had 10 top 8s, Zacian and Gengar both had 12 top 8s, and Mew is joined by Jolteon at the top with 30 top 8s for this week. Let us know on Twitter at PitPokeyPod and at ry for gaming how your playthrough of Legends Arceus is going, if you got it. I'm still waiting on mine to come in from Pokemon Center, so let's hope, hope it gets here soon. And now, the boring meta numbers. Starting off, these four decks had over a 50% win percentage, those being Mew Genesect, Jolteon Inteleon, Umbreon Urshifu, and Zacian. Notable changes to Gengar, Umbreon Urshifu, Ice Rider, Sableye, and Urshifu Inteleon. Starting off, Gengar had an in- saw an increase in play this week by almost 5%. That's a crazy increase. Also, it had an increase of 3.5% in their win percentage. So Gengar really came in strong this week. I wonder if any uh, content creators influenced that one. Next, Umbreon Urshifu had an increase in win percentage by about 4%, and the play percentage stayed about the same, so no real correlation, just people did better with Umbreon Urshifu this week. Matchups were probably better. So, Ice Rider was down this week in win percentage by about 7%, while the play percentage stayed about the same. So, contrary to Umbreon Urshifu, Ice Rider being down means well, probably had a lot of bad matchups. I think that can contribute to Zacian doing well this week. So, next, Sableye and Teleon had about an increase of 9% in win percentage, while being down by about half a percent in play percentage, so no real change there. But the people that are good at Sableye and Teleon brought it back this week and really went to town. So, they represented, and everyone, give them a round of applause. Woo! Last but not least, Urshifu and Teleon, my man, was down in win percentage by about 4.5%. And I'm sad about this, but that's the way the cookie crumbles. And we also saw a little dip in play percentage, but that's what happens when Urshifu really is uh, not hitting the perfect numbers, but can do well and have an alternate win condition. So Urshifu, bring it back next week. I'll be here waiting for you. Now, I would like to give some appreciation to our local group Heroes in Comics by shouting out the winner of our Thursday Locals. This week, Colton won with his Zacian deck. And now it's time for the wins of the week. These decks won a single tournament this week, those being Suicune, Duraludon, and other deck known as Weezing. (laughs) Next, these decks won two tournaments each, those being Gengar, Umbreon, and Zacian. Next, Mew Genesect took home three wins, and the king of the hill this week was Jolteon, taking home five tournament wins this week. And 
Turtwig worked really hard on getting all of this data ready just for you. So if you could let us know on Twitter at RY4Gaming your thoughts on this week's report. That does it for this week's Turtwig Talks the Meta. Be sure to join in the roundtable discussions on the Discord every Wednesday at 5pm EST for the most thought-provoking discussions and the best debates. I hope you all enjoyed and had a wonderful time. Until next time, be safe and take care, Pokemon trainers. And back to the cast. All right, we're back. And as always, after we the meta, we have to go to the news. Yes, there's not a lot of news as far as the Pokemon company is concerned. Um, but we do have a few things we do want to talk about in this new segment. Um, you want to start us off here, Chuck? Um, well, I, I forgot to bring this up pre-thing, but we do know our next English set name. It is a little bit of news. It's going to be called Astral Radiance. Yes. Um, it, it seems like it might be uh, Dialgia and Palkia themed from the news article that we read. But that is all we know is that is the name. But um, back to where we were going to start the news, uh, we did want to bring up a local event that we are going to be running here, uh, that's going to be running here, uh, and that I'm actually helping uh, our good old friend Duke, Duke of Hobbies, is running a charity um, event for, uh, it's called the Claire and, Juli- Claire and Juliana um, Charity Tournament. So what this is, is basically a event uh it's doing two different games we're doing x-wing miniatures um a game that he's been we've all been familiar with before we both play pokemon and he's and we're doing a pokemon event i'm helping him run the pokemon side um as he has the whole event to take care of um Mm -hmm. we also have a couple other locals helping in um but this is taking place on march 26th if you're in the pittsburgh area um at uh, uh, St. Saint Nicholas Monroeville Church. Um, basically, there's an entry ticket. Um, it's $30. You're going to get entry into either X-Wing or Pokemon, whichever one you choose. All the money is going to go to charity. Um, the charity benefits uh, the, Claire, the Claire and Yelena um, Charity Fund, which um, helps send... Um, how What's the word? Underprivileged underprivileged kids to uh camp souls which is a um outdoor camp you do all the kinds of fun stuff kayaking all that kind of fun stuff but it goes to kids in need that can't necessarily afford to go there it'll help send uh kids to that camp for the summer um and we're hoping to be able to send uh, at least one full kid after the event is over to camp so uh, it should be a fun time we have a bunch of cool stuff planned Pokemon wise. Um, so I hope you, anyone locally can make it. And if you are nearby, um, we're going to be out and playing Pokemon pretty much all day. Yep. And if you want to support um, and, and can't show up, um, you can get a hold of us um, on, on Twitter and let us know if you, there's anything you want to donate. I know for myself, I'm going to donate some, um, you know, some Pokemon product and some X Wing stuff that I've won in the past. Um, so every little bit helps. Um, there will be raffles for prizes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's participation prizes and depending on how you do in the tournament, plus there's going to be raffles. Um, it's going to be yeah. a good time uh, for a good cause. 
I should say, yeah, we're, we are have, uh, we do have a lot of uh, different raffle prizes and we are already currently sponsored by ultra pro and dragon shield. So, I mean, there are going to be some cool stuff hopefully to give away while we're there as well as, I mean, a bunch of, I mean, if you're happen to be an X-Men player, listening to a Pokemon podcast, there are done tons of different token creators as well, donating on the X-Wing side. I was mm. focusing on what we got for Pokemon, yep. um, but I mean, there's tons of cool stuff to be to be won uh, and had. So, for sure. All right. So the next bit of news, uh, and you kind of posted this in our Discord, um, is the new play mats uh, for the next team. Uh, the the qualifying mats for the team challenge um, mm-hmm. were or were revealed, um, and it is a picture of Shaman. Yes, it is. Um, it looks like the art on the Shaman V, mm-hmm. not the V Star, um, but it is a really cool looking playmat. I've been looking for it, and like the Team Challenge guys, kind of like I don't know, they spoil them in weird ways. They kind of just go up in websites or on Twitter, or, or you know, they kind of just kind of circulate. So yeah. I happened to see it today and posted it out, and it is a really cool looking mat, and that is what you get for qualifying being a team member so jake you are a proud owner of a shaman mat not yet <laughs> eventually will be. hopefully yeah. um we'll get to the next stage and get a second mat um with a different pokemon on it as well um not to say that this mat is this mat is sweet looking um I'm, i can't wait to rock this mat locally because they they showed shaman and last last team challenge they went they did the birds and that was like uh chilling rain fo- focused that mm-hmm. they came out uh and it was around the time that came out and the shaman is brilliant stars focused i'm crossing my fingers i gotta go long and, and there's gonna be a whimsicott mat i'm crossing <laughs> my fingers and all, all of them toes everything. oh man a, not only not only am i gonna get a steak dinner you're gonna have to play with hop but I'm going to be rocking a whimsicott mat while you, you are going to be playing this <laughs> shaman mat. You will only ever play against whimsicott GX then ever for the rest of your life against me. Bring it. You can have the deck. I'll take the mat. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. So one more bit of news um, and date to be um, still to be determined. Um, but in the past, I've done a couple of card um card battles with Megumi over there at Oregon Pokemon. Um, and, you know, we do challenges, punishments, um, and, you know, steel cards and all that kind of fun jazz. Um, we're doing another one, um, but this time, since it's going to be the third one, we decided to add a third person. And that person mm-hmm. may or may not be talking to me right now. Oh, I am so excited, yet so scared at the same time. Oh, yes. I cannot I'm wait. I'm so we're- excited that you guys... Uh, asked me to do a part because i th- i've watched all of the other ones and they're hilarious and they look like such a fun time and you've made me want to do them yes and then when you asked if i could if i wanted to participate i was like yes and then i immediately got scared <laughs> because i, I said juice. pickle juice <laughs> <laughs> yes i hate pickle juice so um i'm sure that will get lots of votes when i'm playing uh <laughs> And uh, I will have to drink pickle juice at one point in time, but <laughs> it's so gross, but it's so entertaining watching people have to um, get punished <laughs> for not opening packs or not yeah. op- or pulling anything good out of packs because <laughs> it's completely skill based. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it is totally skill based. I have 
I don't have packs marinating yet, but I, <laughs> I have them in the, the oven right now where they just all turn into uh, rainbow rares and, and yep. gold cards. You so got the I, error box. It's just going to be all legit packs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, that would be hilarious to pull. Well, I don't even know how you, how would you score that if you got a God pack, somehow like a God pack where you just get like one of those packs where you get like five secret, like five secret rares in one and i mean you win the round you you just win the round there's there's no way yeah you win that one round uh so (laughs) no uh, so lots of rivalries between us um with the card openings um and then also you know the team challenges being separate so we'll see um can't wait to see uh who comes out victorious in these separate battles yeah a lot of fun stuff um one thing i wanted to hit of just this is kind of a local announcement for anyone because uh, this will come out. Um, our main store, Heroes Inc., our first team challenge is this Saturday, the 5th of February. So all you local Pittsburghers and Pennsylvanians, sign up. Uh, I, I'll be the TO for that and come join our Discord server and have a good time. It'll be a smooth running tournament. Yeah. All right, let's finish up the news segment and let's get into a new a new segment um let's go into the salt mines yes where we all so, get salty we we all get salty i know we kind of talked about this briefly with uh, mellow you're like there's a salt <laughs> mine in every uh every uh, <laughs> podcast so here it is our our salt mines we both have a gripe to pick um you want to you want to have your gripe first yeah i'll i'll, I'll do my gripe first uh, it's it's not, probably not the only one with it, but dang, Fusion Strike Packs. I have a gripe with Fusion Strike Packs. I don't know what it is. I can't pull anything out of Fusion Strike Packs. I don't know where I bought. The only place, oddly enough, that I've ever bought packs, and I've tried everywhere now, and got something is Best Buy. So apparently <laughs> I just have to go to Best Buy, find one that has Fusion Strike Packs for one, Good luck. and then buy them there because I bought packs <laughs> At Best Buy this weekend, off pure dumb luck that I was just there and had money, and I got three pulls, and the pulls I wanted were cards I wanted. It was just weird. So <laughs> it but, doesn't yeah, sound like much of a gripe. Uh, so you, you... It, my gripe is I, I've pulled a lot of Fusion Strike packs. I am well over a hundred packs, and I, I have not really pulled anything. Everything that I have from Fusion Strike is almost. All, like almost all of it has come via trade yeah so i could kind of second this on yours um i'm not going to go too far but you've seen my my pull luck uh generally with the same uh with this with the set with my christmas slash birthday packs uh 65 in total p- pulling only serena's and um lucario's very salty that day <laughs> <laughs> uh, but i have a gripe um and this gripe is Kind of on the side, like I'm siding with PTCGO. Everybody says, oh, PTCGO luck. All these coin flips always go my way, or I have a PTCGO hand. I don't want to hear about it because PTCGO is fair. As far as my concern, it's always 50-50. And whenever it comes to good hands, bad hand, that is very fair and, and reasonable. I have a gripe to pull with my roll rates at Heroes Inc. in uh, particular. Out of the last handful of tournaments, I've had 40 coin flips, right? 32 of them went 
the other way. And I lost 32 out of 40 coin flips at Heroes Inc. I don't know how that's even possible, but I, I, I roll a die, I lose. I flip a coin, I lose. I go to a different or die, I, I lose. My opponent picks the right thing and then they continuously get like above 50%. So IRL coin flips are unfair. I want to go to PTCGO, please. <laughs> I, I mean, this gripe is hilarious to me um, because it is like the last two weeks, every time there's a coin flip, the Jake is yelling. Because it's just like he can't win a coin flip at all. No, and it doesn't. Like you said, it doesn't matter if you let them pick; they win it. So yeah, they they, they just so, call the right thing. I, in in specifically last tournament, you know, we played four rounds. All four rounds lost the coin flip at the beginning of the game. I picked. They picked. It didn't matter. I lost four. Uh, and then again, I was playing Mew. Uh, shame on me. But have uh, I I have coin flip cards in there. Every single one until literally the last coin flip of the night, I lost. Well, this is this. All I can say is this is why I don't keep track of this stuff because <laughs> I don't want to know how bad of a streak I'm on. Well, at first it was just like, okay, but then I'm like, okay, this is getting ridiculous. All right, let's keep chart, like keep track. And, and it was just, oh, dice. You're due. You're due for a run of heads right, or right. good picks or whatever. I'm going to play a deck with say. crushing hammers, and I'm going to go twelve for twelve that night. Yeah, if you <laughs> in the positive to equal out. <laughs> well, you, you can roll. It's literally a roll of the dice now, guys. If you play Jake anytime soon, and he's playing hammers, you're either going to be good, or you're going to not have any energy left. Right. So he, <laughs> the, the 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 tide is going to turn, or he's still going to be. Griping. Or I'll still be on the salt mines, and yeah. then I'll I'll ha- I'll bring this gripe up again. <laughs> <laughs> no, and all seriously, I kind of think it's funny, uh, but it, it's still unfortunate and kind of frustrating. But still, uh, wanted to bring it up. Yeah. Well, that's some salt right there. So I got yes. nothing left. And if you guys, anybody on Twitter, if you guys can let me know, has anybody been on a similar run of IRL? dice rolls going that poorly against you um, for any expanded amount of time so I, I i don't know if i'm by myself here but i feel really isolated on this island of of despair well i mean you probably definitely feel it because in this meta right now like if you're not if you're not winning the flip you're most likely going second and because everyone everyone wants to go first mm-hmm. so you're just you're you're at least all i can say is maybe you're well versed to go in second now i mean yeah some decks do <laughs> um mew doesn't mind going second with the whole meloetta uh, but oh, that's yeah. a whole another story um let's get into a little bit of uh talk about v stars um v stars are new mechanics um that are now legal um with the glaceon and the leafeon um first did you did you happen to pick up any um of these cards i did not i was gonna go out and grab one um one store had did get a little bit but it kind of just was like i'll let everyone else get it because i had no direct use like i there was glaceon the leafeon uh i think the one to buy is leafeon that's what i've been telling people to get um i just don't have a leafeon deck in real irl or i don't even know maybe not even i don't i haven't played it online either so I just was like, I, I would literally just be getting it to have a Leafeon V-Star. 
for no real purpose. Um, so I just didn't. I have I a couple ideas with the Leafs here on V-Star um, in the future. Uh, but for the interim, I think it it kind of uh, boosts Leafy on in general, like the VMAX deck. Um, gives it a lot more options. And I kind of want to talk about Leafion in, sp- in particular, because I think Glaceon um, is not really um, useful in um, Glaceon in general. Uh, water deck, uh, I don't think it really adds much. Uh, so I do really want to talk about Leafion in this kind of time frame before uh, Brilliant Stars comes out, before the mm-hmm. fire decks start to come out in full force. So obviously, you still have your Victinis that pop up now and then. Um, but do you feel, um, maybe not making Leafeon like S tier, like God, God meta, but do you feel that this will give Leafeon a, a bump in play and a bump in win percentage? Uh, I think so. Um, I mean, I, I, I think being able to have, at the moment, you're really not having any competing um, V-Star abilities. Like, so... Correct. Um, the only thing you're looking at is having that boss on a stick um, with Leafy on V-Star. And I, I, you literally just can get it when you can. Like, it's not necessarily like the you need to go get that V-Star early as possible, but you could get it and have it down on the bench. And you're not giving anything up more than two prizes. So you're not like jeopardizing your math by evolving an extra VMAX yeah. or something like that. Um, and then being able to just trigger it when you need it. Yeah, those are all true. Um, I, I want to go a, a level deeper because you, do, you did say, um, you know, you have that boss on a stick so you can play anytime you want. Um, it is a good backup attacker to the VMAX um, if need be uh, for a two-prizer, like you said. Um, but another I actually thing, forgot its attacks and I was trying to look it up what it what I believe it, did, it does 160 or 170. For three energies, um, there was some other effect to it. Um, I can't think. Let me uh, pull this up here. Um, but in addition to that, I think where the meta sits right now, um, before Fire decks um, and with Mew seeing a lot of play, um, there's a lot of Mew counter decks out there, especially locally and other local metas. I've kind of you know heard um, that most a lot of local metas like to play counter decks to Mew. Um, and a lot of those counter decks are based on dark decks um, that are weak to grass. So I think this just makes Leafeon that much more dynamic in this specific meta um, to be able to play, um, you know, and have a favorable matchup um, against a lot of decks uh, currently in, in, the, in the meta right now. Yeah, I mean, the, the grass weakness is, is something that is not really... Um... being it's like what's the word uh, used often i'm not saying that it's not used but the fact that um there are a lot of decks that are kind of hinging off the fact that they're grass weak and then there's not a lot of grass decks out there yeah so they're kind of using that as like a way to safeguard it like because gengar gengar is a dark deck that is not as popular because it kind of loses it gets punked by rapid strike Ur- urshifu real easily um yeah. So, um, but you can, so sometimes those decks, a lot of the times those dark decks have Umbreon's in it and they use those as their main attacker um, because it has a weakness that's not going to get punked by like Urshifu or something like that. But now 
that that Umbreon is weak to Leafeon, uh, and uh, it will take easier routes to knockouts because then you can use you can use Leafeon Vmax's other attack that will actually KO without having to worry about their retreat cost, or you can use the V Star attack, which I finally found. Uh, it's 180 yep. damage. Yep, I just uh, found then, it too. <laughs> and then you take less damage from attacks for three energy. Well, um, yeah, you're taking three less, 30 less damage, and you're at uh, 260. Um, yeah. So effectively, you're at 290 HP, which is pretty beefy for a two prizer. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's the other thing is like that when you put that leafy on on the bench, and you have that ability, you it's kind of like outside. It it is one shottable with certain decks but you're kind of you're out of a lot of one shotting range depending on the deck you're playing for sure so yep uh so i think leafy on is poised to make a little bit of a boost i don't know if i'm going to say it's going to be god tier or s tier or anything like that but i think it's definitely in that b to b plus maybe a minus so you're still going to be able to beat a lot of the decks i don't Um, think you I don't think Leafeon has ever been that bad. The only real mm-hmm. issue right now is because 20% of the meta is a card with zero retreat cost. And that, just, that um, is hard. But when, when you give Leafeon abilities to do more bossing, um, so now you can, you can have a boss here, uh, take out that Genesect, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. take out a genesect easily or you have one in your hand you can take out a genesect and then that mew can't punk you right quick you can maybe you damage one earlier i mean like and then you can get it and then finally ko it before it stuff shuffles itself back in the hand it's you have more options to play that matchup now so right right exactly um so yeah i if you guys haven't tried it um i highly suggest um getting one of those or two of those boxes um, for the Leafeon V-Star. Um, before we move on, I want to talk one little slight rules clarification um, that I had a couple people ask me about, which um, I understand why. Um, so with the V-Star ability, um, any V-Star Pokemon with an ability um, still get blocked by Path to the Peak and Weezing and such things like that. Um, because although it is a V-Star that you use a token for, it is still an ability that is a rule box Pokemon, so it still gets blocked. Um, so just keep that in mind um, when you have that. Um, Chuck, you had a good point when we kind of talked about this um, precast uh, yeah, about uh, the, it, the abilities. It, it turned, so most of the cards that turn off those set abilities, like a, a Galarian Weezing or, or Path to the Peak, you just don't have the ability. To mm-hmm. use the the V star power, so you can't you can't like put down Gle- Gle- uh, 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 Leafy on V Mac or V star and then be like use her IV star ability, and then a bit then your opponent be like, well, you used your V star ability, but to no effect. No, you don't. You can't literally can't trigger the effect. Exactly. So you can't waste your V star power if there's a path to the peak. Out. Yeah, it's 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 kind of to the opposite effect of whenever like Weezing's out there and you play a like Drizzile. Um, you've placed the card, you've wasted that uh, opportunity to use that ability at that point. Um, but with the V star, it's a coin, like a, the token flip. So um, it doesn't trigger that. Uh, so kind of important, um, you know, little thing with the new interaction. Um, with the mechanic uh, and I f- found it, you know, something that we should bring up um, in, you know, in discussion. 
All right, um, let's move into talking about some new, old, new meta decks. Correct. So some yeah. decks that are going to update with Brilliant Stars coming out and these V-Stars that we're talking about. Yeah, so uh, was it two weeks ago now we had Mellow on and we kind of talked about some decks, um, up and coming decks, um, new deck archetypes. And we all obviously talked about fire decks, how we're excited about Charizard. Um, me bringing back baby Charizard. We're going to try to stray away from those decks and kind of talk about other decks that might see some new or some additional play um, in the meta um, for specific reasons uh, with some additions coming into the set. Um, so were there any that you wanted to start? Because there were a few um, decks that we've seen coming out of Japan that have done some, uh, had some pretty good results here. Um, courtesy of Gumi Gumi, she uh, she sent me some of these lists because I have a hard time finding these. Um, but so she sent me over a bunch of different lists, um, and some of them were very intriguing to me. Um, and I know one in particular kind of stood out that I thought maybe you would want to um, talk about. Well, so I'll give you give you well, the first are, choice here. We'll, we'll go for the the low hanging fruit because mm -hmm. there were not one but two re updated builds of Rayquaza, um, primarily adding the RCSB and V-Star into the deck. Yes. Now, basically you're adding full blitz or Trinity Nova, whatever you want to call it. You're adding full blitz to Rayquaza. So you can go get one fire, two lightning or three lightning or however you want to do it. In addition um, to the Flaffies. <laughs> in addition to doing Flaffy, um, so it is good. It is a lot simpler, like it, a lot simpler to get to um, that magic for energy to take one hit KOs against opposing VMAXs. Um, now, I, there are also some like the, the, that add not aluminium into it, mm -hmm. but most, most the, the, the thing that adds the everyone's been having adding is that RCSV star just to be able to quickly power up Rayquaza. Yeah. Um, and that should be very, very helpful. Um, you also have more outs to getting energy in the discard for Flaffies with Ultra Balls, which is also being added into the deck. Um, so I find it very interesting and uh, I think it can be cool. I mean, there's a couple builds like one has Arceus and Bolton and Rayquaza. That seems like a little overkill to me. Um, yeah. Because uh, Arceus is technically getting you an extra energy than Bolton. Um, and either one's giving up two prizes. But I mean, if you happen to get the V Star out, you're doing damage too. So mm -hmm. better. Um, we'll, we shall see. Um, it's definitely. <sighs> RCS is going to be one of those cards that <laughs> you're going to want a lot of. Yeah, I think I th for sure. Uh, I think the the common thread uh, with most of these new decks, um, with new decks or 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 old new decks, um, is the addition of that RCS that could just, like you said, full blitz to anything. Um, another deck that uh, I've that I see here um, is Malamar uh, Vmax. Um, Another uh, deck that maybe hasn't seen a lot of play of this and niche uses over, um, you know, the course of its life. Um, but again, Arceus being able to accelerate energies um, to get that attack up and running. 
um, with an addition of of the ultra ball as well. So you have four quick ball, four ultra ball. So your Pokemon search is really, really easy. Um, eight Pokemon search cards there, item cards there. Um, also, with the, what's the fish's name again? Um, I keep forgetting the fish. Illumineon. Um, so basically being able to search out any trainer you need at that point um, and having some of the new double colorless to get give it to Arceus to be able to now um, accelerate to Malamar. Um, gives this deck a little bit more of a chance also having the um the the belt the the choice belt the choice belt to, to choice. be able to yes yeah, choice belt, belt. It's, it's belt it's a belt yeah the, um, old, the old one was banned this exactly yep uh so gives this deck a lot a little bit more consistency to get up and running um the deck list that i see here doesn't have any turbo patch but you can definitely throw some turbo patch in here if you feel that uh maybe arceus isn't uh going to work um, but Malamar's attack is is damage wise, you're two shotting everything, but a little bit of disruption, especially if you've been some hammers in there too. Um, well, that ability is low key good on Malamar too, because you're you're looking at one, you're seeing the opponent's hand, uh, and you get to pick one, and then you put it on the bottom of their deck. So you're you're really making them opponent half like if that's a key card, yeah, they have to do some work to get that thing back. So right. Maybe. Yeah, so yeah, you in addition to pass to the peak that's already been out there. Um, so you have the disruptions with with its attack. Um, you have the, the hammers with the energy disruption, um, and then potentially putting a, a key card in your opponent's hand um, that could help them get out of a situation and put it onto the bottom of their uh, deck. So look out for Malamar to maybe make a resurgence with uh, Arceus. Yeah. Um... The one deck I wanted to bring up that doesn't actually need or use Arceus, but will <laughs> will take advantage of that choice belt is Ice Rider. Um, that taking that two fifty to two eighty, um, that's one hit KOing Ice uh, Arceus V Stars back after they do that full blitz. Yeah. So I mean, the question is whether you get hit back whether whether you get KO'd back or not, but uh, you're at a VMAX, you're at a higher health. Hopefully that three energy doesn't mean KO, but um, we've seen Ice Rider be able to easily power up uh, turn one to do 250, but now you can say 280. Um, to even so add upon that, sorry, go for it. Yeah, and I was going to say, and you, if you happen to just be able to go first and then attach, attach, that that you can Leon that to 310, take a VMAX knockout. On a Mu Max that didn't evolve yet because it's right. only they only had one turn, um, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Exactly. What I was going to say is kind of in the same veins as that. Leon is, um, you know, down the road we still have Halucha's the set after, right? Yes. Okay. Well, down the road, you know, Halucha's going to be there, so you can theoretically get um, real big, you know, real big, real fast. Um, so yeah sorry about bringing bringing up a set card that's not quite um going to see play yet yeah but that that's where that choice band i think is going to be another one of those cards that you can the choice belt i'm sorry mm -hmm. um you can throw into a lot of different decks that are going to make uh a difference it's going to just make math really different for you um on v's and like you said, with Malamar, you're you're getting into territories where where there's a lot of attacks that do 180, or maybe 170, 
And then you're getting into territories where you're actually taking KOs at 200 or 210 on Bs. So, yeah, uh, very, very important there. I'm going to kind of go into a, a popular deck here, but it's going to maybe change the way um, early game consistency is. Um, um, UV Max, of course, is a very consistent deck that's already seen a lot of play. Um, but the deck list that I'm looking at here, has it's, it's the standard deck, except it's actually playing four Peonias or Peonies, um, and then also have having the addition of four um, Ultra Balls. So you have you have your Quick Balls, you got your Ultra Balls, you got your Fog Crystals, um, and then that actually frees you up to not have to play um, as many horrible card battle VIP pass as... Um, you know, you're seeing nowadays. So you can kind of um, roll into more Pokemon search uh, a little bit more naturally. Um, so a very good attack. Uh, and I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Also, the double colorless um, energy um, goes really, really well with his first attack because, um, yeah, it's, it's too colorless. It doesn't need psychic energy um, for that attach. So very, very I mean key. You can attach with one attach and be able to use, yeah, cross shoot. Um, it's one, yeah, the cross one ninety instead, but you, you're still attach attack. Yep. So so it frees you up because there's a lot of times where like early game you you do want to play Elsa Sparkle, uh, but late game sometimes you're in a little bit of a pickle if you got fall behind or whatnot and you're needing to start using bosses. Um, this frees you up to be able to do that and maybe a power tablet or something to boost the damage. Um, so don't underestimate, even though it's less damage, uh, it is more consistent to get up that attack without having to use a trainer. Yeah, and like you said, power tablet's a card and that can easily just um, negate that damage loss um, to basically a damage gain. And you can always just put choice belt uh, on the Pokemon and then you've taken that damage loss and turn it into just a vitality benefit again, so. Um, did you I want to talk? There was a couple more that I, I saw here that were pretty interesting um, that might change the meta up here. Uh, but was um, there any that you wanted to bring up? No, I wanted to make like a general. I mean, we talked about Arceus already, but mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of builds where they're throwing Arceus in. And I, I, I don't know. I just kind of want to make this statement. I feel like they're they're going a little overboard because like a lot of these builds are putting 3-3 three, three Arceus, 3-3 three, three Ar like yeah in, in with uh suicunes or or uh rayquazas or something like i just I, I just don't see the point in needing that I, you want an rcs but you don't necessarily need him to do the attacking so i don't know why the high counts but i mean it could just be new cards i could also be wrong and you just want him that bad um so I just feel like those counts are going to come down after a while, but as you, you're looking at them now, you're seeing high counts of Arceus, and then you're going to start seeing, I think you're going to start seeing people who can build a deck and then start trimming those to still be able to get him. Yeah. Because the one thing I will say is you don't need the V-Star to full blitz. The V does it for two colorless. The V-Star just adds damage on top of it. So correct. But you have to evolve. So if you still want to first turn get three energy, you can on on if you go first, go second. In your first turn going second, you can attach a double turbo energy, 
which doesn't matter because you're, you're not actually doing damage, but you get to do a full blitz to something. And then you've accelerated five energy, you've accelerated three energy onto the board. Um, so, I mean, that's just with the V. You don't necessarily need the V-star. The V-star ability is also really good. So, I mean, you'll eventually add it, but just saying. Arceus is still going to be card. Arceus is going to be the, a card that you're going to see in so many decks going down the road. Um, good luck finding those because you thought Mew uh, v, VMAX was expensive right now in Fusion Strike. I think Arceus is going to be more, uh, more longer lasting um, as far as just like the amount of different decks that it could be played in. Um, so the value to that card is going to go through the roof, I think. Arceus uh, V-Star promo box, please. <laughs> they got to make their money first uh, with uh, selling all those loose packs. <laughs> all right. What more decks do you have to talk about? Um, I wanted to bring up a Pikachu VMAX deck that, uh, again, featuring a very heavy count of Arceus um, in there with the full blitz. Um, so being able to get so many energy on the board um, with the Pikachu VMAX. Well, it's actually, yeah, it's a Pikachu VMAX is featured, but you also have Raichu in there, another new card. Um, so you, you flood the board with energies with the Flaffies and the Arceus plus the attach. Um, so th that will, <laughs> you're going to see a lot of lightning energies go on the board um, pretty quickly and can potentially take those one hits again. Um, Pikachu VMAX has 100, 250 for four energies total. Um, so really getting that up and running in a turn doesn't seem un, un, unlikely um, with Flaffy's, with Arceus. Um, and then having the choice belt, uh, being able to ramp that up to 280, um, pretty good in my opinion. Uh, still, Pikachu is probably a long shot from becoming meta. Um, but might give some more viability to his attack there. Um, again, just uh, a, a common theme, I think, uh, is the four cards we're seeing is Arceus, uh, Ultra Ball, and what was the other, the other, with the, well, the Choice, choice Belt, band. the Choice Belt, and, and the, 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 the fish, the Lumia, 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 uh, sorry, <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember <laughs> that fish's name. Um, uh, but being able just to get consistency with all those cards and either in energy acceleration or Pokemon search or trainer search, pretty good. Yeah. Um, I think lightning in general is, is going to see an uptick just because of the amount of energy they can accelerate. It's, it's like Pikaram days again with how much energy they can put on the board uh, just without Pikaram. It's oddly Arceus now. Um, yeah. <laughs> but they also but unlike before where they flood the board with energies and they play weird small attacks it's like flood the energy on the board and then hit you really really hard yeah um it's it's gonna be crazy so it's it's, it's really like what lightning attackers are gonna come out yeah on top. It, so another so you're saying lightning um you're gonna flood the board again with with energy um, Shadow Rider is going to see some more play um, because of Arceus again flooding the board with energy. We've already talked about um, the dark decks. Um, what's it called? Dark Rye um, flooding yeah. the board with with energy. Um, so that really leaves a lot of room for 
our our boy Lucario uh, V Star that might actually see some play here too, um, and then potentially even throw him with Arceus because why not? Um, <laughs> being able to <laughs> to accelerate energies that way, uh, although he does have other acceler accelerants that he might not need that if if you're trying to play more of a disruption kind of a thing. So yeah, um, the speaking about wide open there. Speaking, of, I I can't remember if we touched on him last week or not with the other week with mellow but flooding the board with energies my my favorite uh millipede that likes fire uh you throw arceus in that deck and you basically weldered for the turn so i mean he could become we did talk about zombie scorch (laughs) so he might he not he might not be dead with the with the god pokemon trying to revive him yeah um so (laughs) basically any deck you want um throw a as of right now, a three-three line of Arceus in there, and you'll be good to go. <laughs> yeah, that's what it seems like. Uh, I mean, take your. It seems like three-three Arceus. You're, you have an attacker that likes three energy or more. Like, you're good. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't agree more. Um, it's going to be um, an interesting deck. So I, I know people have complained um, a little bit about the Intellion line. Um, whoa, Italians in every deck, and you're going to see that with um, Arceus. But I think it it just opens up the meta to more deck creativity because it makes every deck close to the same consistency. So it's more of uh, of you know skill expression with deck creation and execution in a game more than maybe the the downfalls of some of these other decks that might be a little bit slower because uh, of of consistency issues. Um, a lot of those might be uh, solved right here. Yeah. I mean, you know what? With the abundance of just, this is like off the cuff, with the abundance of Arceus being out there, if Inteleon, like like you said, like Inteleon was everywhere, Arceus V-Star is going to be everywhere. Uh, fighting a Loki, like, going to be, uh, be able to hit for weakness in like almost every deck because – Arceus is a colorless Pokemon, so he's weak to fighting. Um, mm-hmm. So you can get some use out of uh, maybe some single prize fighting decks or something like that that just like want to punk these Arceuses that are going to accelerate everywhere. Yeah, that's you know, a good point. That's a very good point. Uh, yeah, bo- being, being able to boss, maybe you'll see some more rapid strike love. Although we do see, uh, you know, Manaphy is going to be a thing. Um, it's more of like that cat and mouse game if we're going to see that, but some of these fighting decks, like you said, now Lucario may be like a B tier option uh, with maybe uh, any given week a little bit higher. Um, you got both um, Urshifus that I still think are going to be very, very good in the meta um, because there's a lot of things keeping Mew down now um, with some of these consistencies uh, issues being mm-hmm. solved. Uh, so it really is just pick your color uh, Pokemon and go for it. Um, just add a little bit of colorless to it. Yeah, I mean, off the get-go, I think Arceus is going to be everywhere. But I, I do think the 3-3, three, three, and, and that is going to boil down to where it's like necess- like what's necessary. Because I can see that he's not like a huge Pokemon. He doesn't hit for weakness. He doesn't um, – he has a weakness that's kind of like a little bit bad for him mm-hmm. to have. Um, so I could see that becoming a little bit more of a liability so that you're not running three threes and he's not going to just stay in the deck constantly, like every deck constantly, like Inteleon was because he's giving up multiple prizes. So, yeah. 
I mean, it, it is only two prizes, so it's still you still got to knock three of those guys out. But it, yeah, it's still it better than giving up three, but for sure. No, I'm excited for the new meta um, with all the the new potential archetypes being out there. Um, with seeing, you know, the ladder just being a bunch of different things, it's going to be fun. Yeah, um, that's the thing. I, I'm. I'm excited for Brilliant Stars because it adds a lot of depth to a lot of things. It's not Fusion Strike was cool because it was like, here's Mew V Max packaged up, packaged up into this set. Um, there's not much else that we saw added to other decks um, that was like crazy. Um, it was basically like, here's Mew, Mew V Max, but like Brilliant Stars is it, it, it's definitely bringing. A whole slew of things that is going to like you don't necessarily you aren't looking at the main pokemon in the line you're you're looking at ultra ball you're looking at that double turbo energy you're looking at uh choice band and things that are just going to make decks better mm-hmm. so i mean that i'm excited for because it's not i mean we'll see rcs everywhere but he makes a bunch of different things better because you're going to make so you're going to see a bunch of other things as well yeah yeah, and then we'll we'll probably see more of those uh, path decks out there, or or wheezing still a good option um, to try to counter uh, the the um, Arceus. Still good. Oh yeah. Um, before we kind of wrap up the podcast today, um, I did want to kind of mention I was playing a lot of uh, Leon's art this weekend, uh, and did run into a couple Jolteons, and this is pre Manaphy. Um, the matchup's not as bad as I thought it was um, without Manaphy. Um, so adding it, I was I was two two in those four games, and I really had a chance to win the other two. Uh, I I definitely misplayed late in one of them to to you know give me the L. Uh, but having a Manaphy out there to stop them to, from doing that, I I really think it has a really good chance at at, at um, you know competing with these spread decks. Uh, more than you know maybe i thought originally because uh, i know manaphy the question with manaphy how useful is it going to be um i, I think we're going to see a lot in, in these single single price decks that will give it a chance yeah it, it definitely i mean there's there's it definitely can stand up i mean charizard that baby charizard was always pretty decent um it's arguably the best theme deck uh, uh that you can get Oh, it, it's the last and the best. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> I mean, it, it, there's no reason why it, it, it can't get better, especially with the easeability of being able to fire off Charizards repetitively now with Magma Basin and things like that. So yeah, uh, you might see like one to two Charizard decks in the meta now. I can't wait. <laughs> All right, I know it's a little bit of a, um, a slower week in the you know in the world of Pokemon TCG. Um, well, I mean, but, we're all just know, waiting for Brilliant Stars to drop so we can stop talking about Mew Max. Yeah, yeah, we we try not to. Um, but do you have anything else before we uh, wrap it up? No, uh, that's all I got. Yeah, I think that's gonna probably do it for us then. Um, thanks, guys, for hanging out and sticking towards the end, and we'll see you on the next one. Thanks again for listening to the Pittsburgh Pokemon Podcast. Uh, if 
As always, if you could do us and future listeners a favor and leave us a like, a rating, or a review on whatever your podcast platform of choice is, it goes a long way to helping out the pod. Plus, Jake, where can you reach us directly? Yeah, you can get me at Panucks1 on Twitter, as well as Chuck at WatchWimsy and Ryan at ry for gaming You can also reach us on Twitter for the whole Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast at PitPokeyPod. Thanks again, guys and gals. We'll see you all next time. See you later.